This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, episode 73. Welcome to the Wizard's Nightshirt. This is episode number 73. I'm Will, and here with me are Beastie Scott. Hello. <laughs> why? Why lasers? The, the Beasties have laser eyes. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was wondering, like, when did these monsters get laser eyes? Like, they sure did. They sure did have laser eyes. Oh, yeah. It was confusing, but it worked. I was, I was, I was, I was like, well, these monsters are already powerful enough. That's, I know, that's super right? funny. It was pretty crazy. Okay, well, Rebecca's already the lasers, but I was going to say, and uh, Red Wizard Robe Outlet Mall Manager, Rebecca. <sighs> You don't like our return policy. <laughs> that was pretty quick. That was pretty good. <laughs> At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. This one's Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing Season 2, Episode 25 of She-Ra, Shades of Orko. Also in this episode, we have a treat for you. Longtime listeners are used to us talking about our sisters, but we've never heard from them before. So, in the spirit of a crossover episode, we invited each of our sisters to take our ridiculous He-Man quiz. Stay tuned as Heather. It's like how movies are made, I guess. Amy. Well, it would take a woman to help him. And Lindsay. I remember the vacuum one for sure. Put their He-Man and She-Ra knowledge to the test. But now let's hear more about this week's episode, Shades of Orko. In this episode, She-Ra, Man-at-Arms, and the Rebels must stop Shadow Weaver from stealing Orko's formidable powers. <laughs> I added some of that. <laughs> Quite. That's a little editorializing in the script, Will. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, Shadow Weaver, take off or, or, or do I have to get tough? Why, you miserable excuse for a wizard. So Orko's a very powerful wizard who has lots of powers to steal, and I think we should... Just so we can figure out what Orko must be feeling like this episode, we should talk about what powers we would be missing if someone stole our shadow. Rebecca, Scott stole your shadow. What's happening to you now? Well, what's happening to me probably is that I no longer have the power to tell people in detail how I feel about things. Mm-hmm. Because that's probably my superpower is communicating my feelings. Mm-hmm. And then so... What's left of me, my unshadowed self, would probably just be really like laid back, like really super West Coast. It'd be like, <laughs> whatever, man. It's just all good vibes here. So, what are you going to be missing, though? I mean, so why would fire, this be fire in my belly, anger? I can't get worked up over nothing. So, How am I going to get anything done? So other, I'm just going to sit around and think about surfing. Other people are missing <laughs> entertainment. You're missing drive. Yeah. Okay. So you, the, the fire, the fire is what they'd be stealing That's from you. That's right. Yeah, we don't want that to happen. No, we don't. Well, don't be stealing her shadow, Scott. <laughs> okay. That was, that was your hypothetical, <laughs> but I, I still don't think anyone will. That's uh, good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, Scott, your power. Is it a water-based power? Is it power wheels repair? <laughs> yeah. A random, the most random things you can think of that I could just do things. And you're like, you're like, hey, do you think you can fix that? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? So it's your engineering brain is really, yeah, is well, really... yeah, I like to, yeah, I like, I do like to fix things. 
So, so the shadowless Scott <laughs> is like, I, this thing is broken. I can't get it to work. Is he just like, buy just a new hire, one? I just hire, yeah, buy a new one. <laughs> I'll, just hire, I'll, just, I'll just hire that guy to paint that wall. Oh, yeah. You could know, be hiring people to do, do dumb that. stuff. Yeah, you'd be you'd be stuck here with me trying to put in a garbage disposal. <laughs> yeah, like, Rebecca, we both have bloody stumps. <laughs> I'll talk about the disposal now. You can't talk bad about it; it'll hear you. <laughs> Did you guys buy one in anticipation no. for this? Okay. I really would want. You're like I we still... bought one and it's sitting in there. We're just we're waiting for you. Yeah, we asked the guy if Scott could install it. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Did someone steal someone a shadow? Someone stole my shadow, so I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah, Will? I'm going to say mine is I would lose my power to navigate through tedious bureaucracy that would wear down everybody else's soul. <laughs> I have infinite patience for going through whatever hoops and keeping people on the phone. I am politely persistent until I get to the end. I can navigate any phone tree. I can ruin anybody's system. So, Will, without that, he's just he's just what? not seeking out answers he's not getting his water bill paid that's for sure well all of it's about um like uh petty acts of justice so i think i would miss my sense of smug satisfaction and self-righteousness <laughs> well, what are you without that <laughs> you do the thing where you're like my chipotle burrito wasn't warm enough so i have to write the company about it no oh, no, these, no. no these are issues of actual actual justice i only do this when it's a that's it's pretty just it's a matter of a principle yeah okay yeah I, yeah, it's especially for uh, powerful institutions and people. They're going to have to provide service. Okay, all right. Yeah, so I need my shadow to do good in the world is the answer to that question. Oh, okay. I'm doing, well, that's I'm very doing, noble of I'm you. I'm doing good, good in the world. You have enough patience for five people is what you're saying. So if you took out your shadow, you don't have the patience of one person. Yeah, so then you would just be like somebody's angry dad yelling at the guy at Wendy's. Yeah. Like, I told y'all no pickles. This <laughs> <laughs> is ridiculous. I know a guy like that. <laughs> is it you? It's not you. It's not me. No. That's good. I know a guy like that. Don't though. yell at the people at Wendy's, y'all. They're just they're doing their best. And, okay? and they don't care. And they and they don't <laughs> they care. They don't care. They're getting paid like so. Yelling not that does much. not do you any good. It doesn't do them any good. And you shouldn't be eating that food anyway. Just let them okay? make those square hamburgers. Yeah. yeah. Fresh. Okay, speaking of square hamburgers, we're opening on Horror Hall. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and and Hamburglar is there. Hamburger is there. <laughs> with Grimace. You're like, why is Grimace there? I thought he was a good guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, who of the McDonald's Playland uh, characters, who are McDonald's Playland villains? It's Hamburglar. I think Grimace was supposed to be a villain right. initially, but... What, but is, they need to friendly him up. They made him nice. Yeah. yeah. Do they have any villains besides Hamburglar? Yeah. I, wasn't there some bad chicken nuggets? <laughs> Throw them in the patty wagon, boys. Put some sauce on them. To, the patty to... wagon. <laughs> ah, the square patty wagon. No, this is not Wendy's. Sorry. The this naughty nuggets are at it again. <laughs> They've been think... skinny dipping in the sauces. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> Uh, this is the dumbest conversation we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Go get a witness that, statement. I think Mayor maybe, McCheese will have your. Well, see, Mayor McCheese is a secret bad guy because he's corrupt, and we just yeah, don't know yeah. It's like the Wire. Mayor McCheese has he so has many taken, slush funds. He has taken bribes from everybody. 
He's <laughs> like, the fry guys are bribing me to give them all the fries. With the fry guys, are they good? are they bad? I think I think I they're think neutral. Wild elements. They're mercenaries. They're mercenaries. <laughs> the fry guys work for the almighty dollar in French fries. If you can't give them that, they don't want to talk to you. Mayor McCheese, this playland is a monument to your vanity. We all know that. <laughs> How did you build this? It doesn't matter. I did it for the city. You have to get your hands dirty if you want to survive in this town. That's true. McDonald's Playland, that is. And then you have to go wash your hands with their terrible smelling soap. Why does McDonald's have that terrible smelling hand soap? You know what I'm talking about. It's got that smell. I hate it. And see, I like it because it just lets me know that people in there you're wash like, their hands. You're like, you've been to the hospital. Okay. I don't like you've it. You've been to the hospital or McDonald's? Well, like, seriously, because, you know, like, it's an hour later and you're like, I still smell like I washed my hands at McDonald's. <laughs> I don't want to be reminded of my bad decisions here. <laughs> I just want to know, what, what is the character that's a pirate? What? Oh, is there a pirate? I don't remember the pirate. I don't remember the pirate either. He must I have... thought McDonald Land was a landlocked area. <laughs> <laughs> He must have died. <laughs> he must have died. Yes, Grimace took him out. <laughs> oh, so I don't remember pirate. him at all. No. No. Yeah. He's like a ghost. It's like a horror movie where you see that old photos. Like you never told us about. What, what, what were the little furry Uncle Gangplank? People? What were the furry people's names? And there's there's a girl duck too. Oh, Birdie. Yeah, she's a Birdie, good guy. Okay. Birdie is like the moral center of the McDonald's universe. <laughs> and who, She's innocent. Who, who's the mustache man with the with the chicken nuggets? Oh my god, I don't know who I that don't is know either. who that is. I don't like him though. I want them just to tag this picture. Why is this not... <laughs> tag these pictures so I can follow these people on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a mystery there to unpack. <laughs> All right. Grimace was a taste bud. I'm going on. We will let you know who the pirate was later on. Grimace was a taste bud. (laughs) This is Duncan. Did you know I'm next door neighbors to She-Ra? See for yourself in Act 1. Come forth, my pretties. I call you to do my bidding. Okay, so this is not a McDonald's. We're all ready for McDonald's now. Shadow Weaver in Horror Hall is already in the middle of a spell, and it's actually kind of spooky. She's uh, summoning something inside the magma, and there are little beady eyes in the magma, and we cut over, like, pan over to all the henchmen who are watching her who are uh, speculating on what she's doing. Sound the alarm! Dynamug is here! Yeah, it was a big deal. After all this time, we've not seen him in so long. We haven't seen him since Duel at Devlin, which is, like, the third or fourth episode or something. And I was like, dude, where you been? Like, you could have been here this whole time. As soon as I saw him, I was reminded he is definitely the best designed bad guy. His design is so good and so weird. And I love the light bulbs on his back. He is so cool. What do you mean? Yeah, this is a who's who of, of horde minions over it, here. It was almost like the um, it was almost like the bad guy softball team. They were all there. It was like <laughs> it was a Ratlord, Dylamug, Grizzlore, and Mantena, I think, were, were the guys there. And they're telling us that Shadow Weaver is working on making some beasties. I'd love to see the looks on those rebels' faces when Shadow Weaver's little beasties attack again so soon. Horror Hall is scarier than Hordak's castle, I think. Yeah, I love Horror Hall. We can talk more about Horror Hall later as we see more of it, but mm-hmm. I kind of like to live there. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. So we're cutting over to the rebel camp where Bo is running up to tell Adora and Glimmer that old 
Thaymore, the town of Thaymore, is in trouble again. Thaymore, a town full of bummers, and we see why, because they keep getting attacked by things like shadow beasties, <laughs> which is what uh, Shadow Weaver was summoning. They are these little sort of cloud-shaped monsters who are shadows and who do have laser eyes. Yeah. They, got- laser, they set things on fire. They're very destructive. They- do you, you think by now that, that that town will just be, like, run down and not, not a, just... Is this, is this a, a, like a test town? <laughs> like, do they, they're like, they don't have any money or anything. We're just going to, like, shoot at them a little bit. Yeah, they just try out like, all their weapons on Thaymore. And stuff. And they'll rebuild it, you know, in a, in a little bit. It'll be fine. Oh, I just rethatched my roof. Not again. <laughs> like, uh, everybody in Thaymore, they're just so, they're so down. It's it's like a, a people in Sim City who never move. <laughs> Why are you still there? <laughs> Uh, and and so uh, when uh, Bo comes up, like without missing a beat, a portal opens up from Eternia and out walks not Prince Adam, but Duncan and Orko, which is like our two favorite people from there. I mean, it was a nice surprise. Man at arms, Orko, what are you doing here? Hello, Shira. Remember those electric force shields you asked for? Well, I decided to deliver them in person. And I came just to say hi. And they they're here with a shipment of force shields, which we've we've actually seen those. Like it it kind of follows uh, the story a little bit because mm-hmm. we saw the force shields a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And here he is bringing a bunch of them to the rebels so that they can use them against Tordak. Which is nice because you yeah. don't, you don't usually uh, you you kind of wonder why they wouldn't be helping. That's funny. When uh, Duncan comes on the screen, it was so funny. It was almost like a sitcom cameo. I almost was expecting him to sort of bask in the crowd laughs and laughter. Like, oh, yes, I'm here. I'm delivering something. Hello, Shira. I, I was I was applauding in my mind. <laughs> um, and then so they they are instantly thrown into battle, and we see the rebels make use of the force shields against the uh, laser eyes of the shadow beasties. <laughs> And so they're able to turn them all away, which is great. So we see that the force shield works. Man-at-arms force shield works. But don't forget that also Orko helped by making a giant head of himself that said boo. <laughs> that did happen. Yeah. That, that did happen. Do you, do you feel like Duncan could have been a, done a better job and made him a little bigger? <laughs> they were a little small. <laughs> I mean, like, you maybe know. They I mean, they, maybe they attracted the lasers to absorb uh, okay, them. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, they shot them back at him, too. Sometimes. Well, he had to make like 75 of them, Scott. They I can't know, all be big. Well, just make just make like half of them, make them bigger. Glimmer they has to be able to lift it. Yeah, they can't be better. the size of a hula hoop. Like, yeah. although that would be kind of awesome. You could hula hoop with a force shield. I mean, like, I don't know. Like the size of a big umbrella would have been all right. Okay, so, so That's no, pretty big. So notes for Duncan. <laughs> notes for Duncan. Pretty good, but... Also, hula hooping was a big deal in the 80s because of all the 50s throwbacks. Did you ever try to hula hoop, Will? Were you okay at it? They had them at PE or whatever. I wasn't too interested. I remember when Arnold Schwarzenegger had his big uh, um, thing, and that was part of it. Oh, the fitness challenge thing? Yeah, the fitness challenge mm-hmm. thing. That hula hooping was one part of it. You so have to that. hula hoop. <laughs> sure yeah. Hula. If you can't hula hoop at least 20 times. <laughs> I'm going to stand here. Now hula. Uh, <laughs> it's yes. not a hula. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. <laughs> I had to do one. <laughs> um, that's great. Uh, yeah, I'm sure Arnold does a lot of hula hooping <laughs> in the gym. That's I, clearly how he got his physique. I feel like the bad kids would call it like hooping or something. <laughs> <laughs> you into the hoops. Hey, hey, did you get the hooping? 
you, yeah. yeah, I've, we're I've been go hooping. hooping this weekend. We're going to go hooping. <laughs> <laughs> I love this alternate world where hula hip, hooping is for bad kids. We've <laughs> got our hoops too, on. Too much hip gyration. Okay. Would you state your name and where you're from? My name is Heather, and I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And so, like, what do you do? How do you spend your time? And How do I I spend my time working for other people all the time? Are you Um, working for the man every night and day? I heard that's no good. I am. Oh, man. Do you do it on the riverboat queen, though? Wait. What a way to make a living. Wait a minute. I was trying to figure out the narrative of what happens in the song Proud Mary. Wait a minute. She was working (laughs) for a living until she went on the Riverboat Queen. But then that's when things got good, right? That's how that song goes, yeah. Uh, She was uh, working for a man every night and day. But I I bet she never saw the good side of the city until she she did. Right? That's what I'm thinking it might be about. Okay, yeah. And then also she was pumping Tane in in New Orleans and doing all that stuff. Which was very hard work. Yeah. Yes. I got <laughs> mad respect for Tina Turner. That's right. Do you have any so, hobbies? Y- what do you have things you enjoy to do? Yes, I do. I like to flip furniture. I like to go buy pretty furniture and then paint it another color and, and make it pretty. And I like to write. Good. And do you have any place where we can view your writings if we're oh. if we're so inclined? Yes, absolutely. If you would like to check out some of my East Tennessee adventures, Sometimes they're interesting adventures, sometimes not so much. Um, my blog is runningtowardthefire.blogspot.com, and I always love to hear from readers. Okie dokie. So, <clears throat> I know it's been a minute since you've watched He-Man. How long has it been <laughs> since you've, like, watched an episode of He-Man, like, or paid attention? Or how, when was the last oh, time man. you remember watching He-Man? I think it, it was when Netflix first put some He-Man and some She-Ra on oh, and I okay. watched an episode. And I was like, oh, yeah. But before that, it had been since I was a kid. It was a long time ago. And um, what, just generally speaking, how do you remember consuming He-Man, like, when you were little? One thing that I remember about both She-Ra and, and Tila from He-Man is that, to me, they were both kind of um, beautiful and glamorous and strong but they were also practical and i i don't they had kind of a calming sense of yeah they were just educated ladies and i very much identify with them that that was just some good background info because we talk about our sisters a lot on the show too but we have not got to talk to them yet and that is why we'll devise this ingenious little quiz where we would give you some fun quiz questions about Masters of the Universe, and you can feel free to talk through your answers, to reason through them, to make yucks about them or not. So, <laughs> or make up an answer and or try make up an one. answer that is not even an answer that I gave you as an option because some oh, of these are subjective, fun. I believe. We'll get to that. Are you ready for the quiz? I am ready. Okay. Okay. Number one, the most eligible bachelor in Etheria is A. Dilemug, the party robot. B. Jarvan, the gas wizard. 
C, General Sunder, or D, Mock, a local woodcutter with a bold costume. I'm sorry, choice B? What, what, one more time? Jarvan the Gas Wizard. Okay, you said gas, right? I did say gas. (laughs) G-A-S. Okay, um, I am going to exclude him because anybody who's nicknamed the Gas Wizard right away, you just don't want to be sharing a bedroom with that man. (laughs) Yeah, that's not not a dude you want to take home. Bless his heart. Bless his heart, indeed. Okay, I am... There's something like when I when I I'm going to go with the woodcutter because just the idea of I don't know a woodcutter he sounds like a very like a old spice kind of dude seems like somebody who'd be <laughs> ding, good ding, at like ding ding you're correct <laughs> it is Yay. it is Mog the, the local woodcutter and that is something we decided because we were like there's not a lot of good men in Etheria but the woodcutter he's got it going on you go do he your does. princess stuff go do your fights come home there's Mock. he's chopped you some wood he yes. has a pie in he's, the oven I don't yeah. know yeah he looks like he'd be like sounds like he'd be good at hanging drywall he like, probably you know, Here, does honey, i built this bathroom for you when he's gone. he's very handy he's very handy that's good all right yeah. good for him <laughs> good for him let's like, <laughs> swipe right everybody okay next question he-man's friends are the worst guests in the universe which of these incidents did not occur during a visit to the palace so all of these happened except for one Okay. <laughs> they all sound so ridiculous. Okay. I'm just, well, you know what, though? Also, I'm thinking he has the worst guests in the world. Like, that is terrible. What is going on in the area? Like, that is too bad. It is really, okay. it's really too bad. Okay. So, which, all of these happened except for one. Which one did not happen? Uh-huh. A. Okay. Cousin Jeremy stole Duncan's soil sampler and weakened Castle Grayskull. B. Tila's friend took drugs from a wizard. C, Uncle Ziggy punched Orko and stole his hat. Or D, Cousin Edwina insulted Tila and stole Orko's magic amulet. Hmm. See, I'm going to go with C, because I just don't want to imagine a world where they would, where this somebody would punch Orko. Ding, that is ding, ding. That is true. The punching was the one clue that it was over the top. Literally all those other ridiculous things did happen, though. Wow, what is this that's world? hilarious. They have terrible cousins. I, Don't if you're related, okay. if you are a cousin in in Eternia, you are terrible. Well, I hope they worked that out. I'm glad Orko's okay. <laughs> He's okay. He did good. All right. Prince Adam's snooty cousin came up with some insulting names for the royal court. Which of the following was not one of the insulting names that she used? Okay. <laughs> was it A. Boingo, B. Gorpo, C, TP, D, Borco. <laughs> I should. I'm just. Okay. You so said she, A was Oingo? Boingo, yes. Okay, like Oingo, Boingo. Yeah, okay. Yes, just like that, I presume. B was TP? Gorpo. <laughs> <laughs> so the so the gag was the gag was that she was a uh-huh. snooty cousin and she was just acting like she had forgot everybody's names as soon as she met them and so oh, okay. she was like oh that's okay. very good you know like boingo boingo oh, like, you know, and she would yeah. she would say it over and over again because she was being very insulting and that is a low key way to throw shade is to immediately pretend like you don't know someone's name when you've just been told oh. Like I don't know her. Yes. Yes, I've I don't seen know that her online. Exactly. Okay, I got you. 
So, Boingo, Gorpo, TP, or Borco? Three of those I'm are real. TP. That's just the <laughs> You would think, but the answer was actually A, Boingo. She referred to Tila as TP. <laughs> <laughs> that's very wow. nice tp it was oh it was bonkers that is that is bonkers wow i'm okay. glad i was wrong about that what kind of universe is this it is a it is a weird one it is a weird <laughs> universe i can attest all right well ding 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 your score doesn't matter because also <laughs> so congratulations you aced have, it. you have aced the he-man quiz you have passed it with flying colors Yay! Yay! Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. This is Orko, and there are two of me in Act 2. Let's get out of here! Run! What do you want here, Shadow Weaver? I just came to tell you and your friends. Those silly force shields will do you no good. So Shadow Weaver is uh, annoyed that they got rid of her beastie so easily. So she, I hadn't seen this before, but she almost comes back to sort of have a recap of how the battle went. So yeah, she, she could, materializes so she could yell at them. Yeah, just to tell them, <laughs> it's like, it's like, hey, that was kind of annoying what you did, but I want to let you know that we're going to get you eventually. Uh, but Orko... Um, just antagonizes her until he forces her hand to do something pretty much. Yeah, she's got a lot of pent-up rage from all the times that Imp does this to her, mm-hmm. apparently. And Orko is just too similar. I did like seeing them both together. They were really funny looking together because their designs are not dissimilar. Yeah. And so he looked like a little version of her. You could almost think that they came from the same people if you didn't know that their origins were so different. Well, I mean, and she almost could even, uh, you could almost even imagine that because she says something to him about like, like you know, you're supposedly a powerful wizard, right. but you know, you are a ridiculous creature. Look at you, you know, maybe the, something to that effect. Maybe the magic source that they touch sort of changes how you look a little bit that way. No matter where you're from. Yeah, maroon robes, man. Yeah, yeah. That's where it's at. And you get the uh the the shrouded uh the shrouded countenance or whatever. Oh, you guys didn't see that. Yeah, yeah oh, you told us about about her yeah. origin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it sucked it sucked the life out of her. So I I don't think you want to see her face. Aw. I think she I think she did that on purpose. Not even if you get married to her? Uh you don't <laughs> I well I mean that one kid saw it. I don't know. I saw that one too, right? <laughs> I think I saw. Apparently, I you get I saw all, the, another you all this around. all this shadow weaver information. I don't know. She she reveals her face to him, and he's like, "Oh God!" Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. So I mean, they 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 like show her hand up close, and it looked like she got her hand got beef jerkied. Like, Aww. Yeah. No, I feel sad for her. I don't feel sad for her. She she was trying to do bad. She's trying to be the evilest wizard ever. But you should still be able to be beautiful. Otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> well, I mean, she can turn herself into anything she wants. Isn't that the real tragedy? <laughs> that is the real tragedy, Will. Yeah, that's true. She could do a glamour. So here's what Shadow Weaver does to, to, to Orko. He taunts her and does his little um, pugilism animation, which I really enjoy. Uh-huh. And she, and she says, you know, She-Ra, if you're telling me to go, I'm going to go, but I'm going to take this with me. And she uh, makes Orko's shadow disappear with her. Oh, come on, Shadow Weaver. Make my day. Oh, you little best. I'll teach you to mock me. Shh. 
And this is a big deal because when she takes his shadow, Orko loses his magic, starts to feel weak, and gets real sad and starts crying, which was just too pitiful. That was pretty pitiful. <laughs> um, this episode, you know, we're always saying like, oh, I want to see the She-Ra episodes be more serious. I feel that this one struck a pretty good balance of showing a serious conflict, but at the same time, keeping it a little lighthearted. Yeah, they did strike a good balance there. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it was with this episode. It just felt really, really silly. To it me. was like they like, did like, add a lot of silliness. There was like a lot of like weird things that happened in this episode that were just really ridiculous. I think it was because yeah, so much of it was Tell so. Me why, Will. I think it's because so much of it was so dark. Uh, like I all the stuff so. at Horror Hall, uh, she was pretty scary. Yeah, uh, I feel and then like also if they showed Orko in peril, I think for kids who are really really attached to Orko as a character, that would have been very very scary and sad mm-hmm. to see. So I could they they really did seem to kind of lean into the silliness. But it was not ever... To me, I didn't find it distracting. I I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a pretty good balance. Mm-hmm. Of course, I like to see this show get serious, but yeah. See, I don't know. For, for me, it was a little bit too... I don't know. It just went a little bit too far, I guess. It's at some parts. There was some definite silliness. Yeah. There, there, there I, was silliness. I, 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 I guess I didn't really think about it because it didn't really like register with me being... I mean, being a younger kid and, and seeing this, like... I don't know. Yeah, I guess, I guess it could be a good balance between... Seeing all the all the evil stuff and and uh, you know and some of the silliness, uh, right down to the fact that they called the shadow beasts they called them shadow beasties yeah. to, soften like it up. to yeah. soften it up a little bit because yeah. they could have called them something like demon clouds or something yeah or even just shadow beasts you know yeah yeah. She kept talking about her beasties. Like, that was fine for Shadow Weaver to have a pet name for her, but everybody just called them Mm -hmm. beasties. And they needed, like, the henchman peanut gallery to soften it all up. Sounds like trouble to me. You got that right. Big trouble. (laughs) Yeah, so it was an interesting choice. It, um... It was pretty fun in places anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, it wasn't too detract. It didn't detract too much, but it definitely was silliness going on here. Yeah, I just, I, I just want to get your guys' thought because I felt it was it was usually it was more silly than usual. Yeah, they did throw a lot of silliness in. So we get to uh, go back to Horror Hall and we get to see Shadow Weaver's study slash library, mm-hmm. and it's like filled to the ceiling with ancient tomes, which is great. Very cluttered with old books with like spiders on the spine and like a skull on the spine, which I loved. I loved the books. She clearly had not read that Marie Kondo book about, you know, tidying up. Like she had, she had all her stuff. So what, what, what do you think she used? What did she think she had bookmarks? That she made, you know. I mean, you you had bookmarks when you were younger, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Bookmarks were big. And you could like draw on them or something or whatever. Or they were like character bookmarks. That was also a thing. Yeah. Did you think she had one? Probably, right? She would have had like tons of them, like magical like, like bookmarks with a tassel. I think they're like tones. And it's got like there you oh, go. Oh, there you go. I was tons gonna say on the end. it had like horses on it, but that's much better. <laughs> More horses. <laughs> like it would be like a bat scholastic at the end. Book fair. You would know where you like it was like a long, you know, like a long bat. Put and a one, bat as a bookmark. She yeah. probably would. a wing. Bat you put wing, a wing yeah. in there. That sounds great. Again, I want to live at her house. I thought it was great. Don't don't bat wing your books at the library. <laughs> so they're they're uh, at Horror Hall because they're trying to figure out what to do with uh, Orko's shadow. And I don't know what I expected, but Orko's shadow is pretty much just like another Orko. Yeah. It has a full personality. Yep. Sentient. <laughs> can walk around. Can get ideas. Can try to escape. Magic me. I don't know what you're talking about. 
grab him, you fool! Yeah, and, no. and immediately it scrambles away into the depths of Horror Hall and Shadow Weaver tells all the assembled henchmen to go retrieve it. They're unsure how to do it, but she doesn't care. She says, just figure it out. Yeah, they're, they're having a hard time getting their hands around a shadow. Shadow! Let's find that shadow! And she's got everybody on this. There's Grizzlore, Dialamug, Leech, Mantena... Uh, I think it was Ratlore and Mantena. Was Leech there too? I thought I saw Leech for there. Yeah, Leech I was there gonna say, I thought I saw funny. Leech. Too. He was there a lot towards of them. the end. I, I don't know if he was in the beginning of the the chase. That's funny. Shira, what are we gonna do? How will we ever get to Horror Hall and rescue Orko Shadow? I don't know, Glimmer, but I do know someone who can help us. So meanwhile, uh, Shira is uh, back at you know camp with her team and she's asking light hope for advice and um light hope basically says well horror hall is where shadow weaver has all her power and with orko's shadow power she's gonna make some supercharged beasties so y'all gotta get in there and confront her and i'll help you do it and like i'll help you get there but that orko will have to defeat shadow weaver himself with his power me get us out and I was like, ooh. <laughs> so they're about to go through the portal in the video game. You know, it's like, you got your team. Okay, did you did you buy enough health potions? Like, are you going to have enough? God, I want to play a Hemian video game. I would pick Orko and Duncan every time. I would pick Duncan for every mission. Now, what, what would it be? Would it be like a first-person shooter sort of thing? Or would it be like a I think it's more like adventure? an adventure. Yeah, yeah, I would want to play a Hemian adventure want to game. Because you want to fight just tides of enemies. That would be really fun. Duncan would have all the gadgets. And I think he and He's Orko so can have some really cute, like, team-up moves, like some alley-oop stuff, and maybe Aww. he'll lecture Orko if you let him sit still too long. And That sounds that'd great. That'd be real fun. That, that'd be good if you used Orko too much and he would mess up. <laughs> and, like, yeah. It would, like, hurt you. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, Duncan's hubris meter fills up, and that'd be, that'd be so funny. So this is very video game-like. You know, I thought it was, I thought it was kind of fun. Um... It was somewhat anticlimactic, as we'll see in a moment. But I thought it was fun. It's like, okay, y'all get ready to go through this portal. It's going to be awesome. Because this is a great team. Mm -hmm. This is She-Ra, Duncan, Orko, Bo, and Glimmer. I was like, okay. They got a lot covered yeah, there. Yeah, they do. And then it really, like, if they're, like the highlight of this episode for me was just seeing uh, She-Ra and Duncan work together. Because I love both of them, obviously. Yeah, they're, they're the adults of of the universe. Yeah, and I I, I really liked seeing them together. Um, they're a, they're a fun team, and I would always want Duncan on my team too. Yeah. Sister, oh sister, get out of my room. Stop touching all my stuff. I'm telling mom and dad, don't hit yourself. It's time for the sister quiz. Okay, so why don't you tell people? what your name is and where you're from. Hey, I'm Lindsay and I'm from Georgia. And, and what do you do and how do you spend your time? Well, I'm a nurse anesthetist and I spend my time chasing my two-year-old. <laughs> and she's here and she's here right now with a uh, Capri Sun and we don't really know where she is in the house. That's accurate. <laughs> so have you watched He-Man or She-Ra before? Or are you familiar with these shows? And, and what was your favorite cartoon growing up? I have watched maybe a few episodes, but I play the Tappers game and then I listen to the podcast. Okay, um, so you may accidentally know a lot of things. Uh, if, yes, maybe. Okay. We'll see. 
Do you are you going to watch the new Shira series? Do you think do you think you, your kid would like that? Yeah, I was going to say I, I think that's something Kate would probably like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She play, so you're, so Kate plays the Tappers game. Yes, Kate uh, racks up the coins for me in the Tappers game, and that's how I get to buy the new people. Yeah. Does she also accidentally spend all the coins in your Tappers game? I know of, surprisingly. Maybe you should be farther along in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I did just get the goddess, okay? Okay, that's true. Do you like He-Man? Yeah. Yeah, do you like the Monsters game where we, we tap on He-Man? Yeah, you played that for me. So, uh, so you want to go ahead and do it? You ready for our quiz? Let's do it. Okay, so I'm going to give you. I made a few questions. I'm going to give you the hard group because I think you listen enough. You may accidentally know. <laughs> you may accidentally know some things because you know a lot from the Tappers game. Okay. So, first question: The Masters of the Universe can get pretty weird. So, which of these is not a real character? A. Mossman. B. Stinkor. C. King Toot or D Fisto? Um, I would say King Toot because isn't that the music store in The Simpsons? <laughs> I guess it is. I guess that's where I got that from. Yeah, good job. Okay. And okay. I, I definitely know Stinkor because you had that as a kid, and I remember putting it in my mouth. That's what you do with him. Yeah. That's what he's good for. Okay. And question number two: What is the sorceress's real name? Is it A. Amy Law? B. Tila Na? C, Lenzo Ray, or D, Torzo Heather? I have no idea, but I'm going to go with A, because she and Tila had the last same last name. That's a really good reason. Actually, these were, these were all just variations of our sister's names, except for one of them. Uh, so the B, it's B, Tila Na. Yeah. All right, so that's pretty good. That was, that was a deep cut. Okay. okay. Question number three. Tila has had two confirmed boyfriends in the series. Which of these was was a boyfriend? A, Manny Faces. B, Zagraz the Wizard. C, Ram Man. Or D, the Red Knight. Ram Man. Yeah, that's good. Okay, all right. Oh, we know about the boyfriends. Okay. That's the important part. <laughs> okay, number nine. Uh, the kids in He-Man and She-Ra are very bad. Which of these did they not do? A, they did not lie about their father's missing axe. B, take drugs from a wizard. C, steal a falcon painting from Duncan. Or D, try to sell He-Man to Skeletor. I'm going to go with C. That's correct. They have not tried to do it, but they did all the other bad things. Here's the last one. Uh, Hordak's arm can transform into anything. Which of the following transformations have we not seen? A, arm to Civil War cannon. B, arm to Sippy Cup. C, arm to vacuum cleaner, or D, arm to pizza cutter? I'm going to go to sippy cup. True. That's okay. That okay, you did really good. I, I remember the vacuum one for sure. Yeah, you had a deep cut. This was this was a, this was was a a really hard group. Do you remember the He-Man? You mentioned Stinkor. Do you remember the He-Man toys that much? Did you play with them, or do you remember us playing with them too much? I remember Castle Grayskull. Uh-huh. I remember that. Um, and I remember playing them in the fort in our backyard. Uh-huh. Uh, do you remember how that was all, almost your name? Um, yes. Yes, I, I heard that story. What? Yeah, I wanted to name... You know what? I'm going to go... Oh, man. <laughs> I want, I, I'm hoping you will, you will tell us about what we're originally going to name Lindsay. No, we were not going to originally name Lindsay anything. You, however, wanted to name her Grayskull. 
just Grayskull or Castle Grayskull? Well, you said Triangle Grayskull, which is even worse. And But we did not go along with that. See, because I think that would have shown restraint if I was going for Grayskull. I could see that, but Castle Grayskull is a little much. But Triangle Grayskull, I'm not sure what to do with that. Yeah, we, we did not pay that any mind. Was no. there a microsecond where you considered whether that would be funny or okay to do? No, because you also said that she would have to live outside in the doghouse. So... <laughs> You were, you were not her biggest fan at that point. <laughs> Maybe it would be one that looks like Castle Grayskull. <laughs> Yay! Yay! That'll be fun. I did it. Okay. <laughs> I did it, honey. This is Grayskull, and my best friend's a robot. He talks like this. It's time for Act 3! Together, everyone, say the magic words now. Bulliana Some of the highlights to me were when they were looking for Orko's shadow uh, was... Um, Grizzlor telling Dylamug about how they better find it because Shadow Weaver's punishments are terrible. And Grizzlor talks about the time she turned him into a flower. And, Dil- <laughs> and Dylamug's like, mm, that is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good gag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good bit. Boy, I'm worried. There's no telling what Shadow Weaver will do to us if we don't catch Orko Shadow. What do you mean? Well, the last time I messed up, she turned me into a giant flower for three whole days. A giant flower? Ugh, that's disgusting. You're telling me? And uh, there were some great monsters in there. There was like a little uh, fuzzy thing with like four spider legs. It, there was, it was some great little stuff in the in Horror Hall. Wasn't uh, there a tentacle beast too or something? Yeah, there was oh, a tentacle yeah, yeah, beast. Yeah. Which we see uh, when She-Ra's team arrives, they find, you know, every single um, horde structure uh, it just has sewer grates everywhere. So they get in through a sewer grate. <laughs> yeah. Like always. They fight a tentacle monster. And then at the same time, the henchmen have uh, cornered Orko's shadow with some flashlights. But just at that moment, Shira busts through the wall to confront the group. Sorry to bust in on you, boys. Uh, and Mantena is kind of the lieutenant of the, of the henchmen and orders them to fight. <laughs> Which, you know... Wasn't too successful. And then also they were stymied very easily. She takes buckets of oil. Mm-hmm. They had oil down there. Okay. And then they she creates an oil slick that they get stuck on. Yeah, she, just, she just trashed them. She like she like uh, made a tower of them and threw them away. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't like seeing Dylamug reduced to hench status. I feel like he is a major, major lieutenant, but um, I was happy to see him. They, yeah. they also they also didn't do that really cool voice effect that they had the first time. Yeah, but that's, that's, but that's okay. I, I was gonna ask you guys: Do you think it was a different voice? I think, yeah, I, I think it's but like it I think it's yeah. but the guy who does Bo's voice just oh, sort of okay. tried to sound robot-y, which was okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see him. I'm uh, so Orko finds his sh- shadow, gives it a hug, and uh, connects with it again. <laughs> that is very cute. And so uh, the way he uh, defeats Shadow Weaver is uh, he steals her shadow or makes her shadow run away from her in Horror Hall. 
Yeah, and then also somehow his magic has the power to make her shadow annoying also. <laughs> like it has yeah. an irritating personality all of a sudden too. So not only does she have to chase it, it's also like taunting her. <laughs> and so like, this is where it was anticlimactic because, you know, Light Hope was being all mysterious in the sword. Yeah, he, he really hyped <laughs> us up. It really yeah. it felt like a big quest when she, had to, when she had to talk to Light Hope. It felt like a big deal. It's like, Orgo, you must defeat the Shadow Weaver. By okay. <laughs> yeah, and it was just over. And I guess it was just one of those cases where Light Hope was so bored and he's like, I'm just going to create some drama. I'm I got to guess. Just- I got to guess these. Uh. <laughs> I got to make sure. I got to make sure it seems really dramatic. <laughs> Maybe they'll come up to Skydancer Mountain next time. I'm so lonely. Yeah. Yeah. He is probably annoyed. Like, this is uh, what you get for calling me instead of coming up yeah, here. Yeah. She summoned him into the little uh, crystal on her sword. Is like, you need to see me in person for a proper quest. <laughs> Do you understand? I, I think so. Yeah. And you know it, it it was cute. It wrapped up, and Orko got his little moment. Yeah, I was. I, I really enjoyed seeing the other characters there. Uh, the funny one of the funny things to me uh, here, thinking about this at the end, was that Man at Arms was supposed to just be here for like five minutes and drop something off. I mean, he's not spending vacation, and he ended up being there for hours. And he's like, I miss my five o'clock BM. I have to get back. <laughs> he's probably okay. Tila got it under control at the palace. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're good. They're good. I'm sure there's a pit somewhere. No one is concerned. <laughs> Mud hole. Yeah, at Horror Hall, you couldn't even tell the difference between a bathroom and any other corner. <laughs> I no longer have to go. I can stay a few more minutes. <laughs> the real horror is what's in the corner. Oh. Oh, the whole place is one big litter box. <laughs> it's like, I want Shadow Weaver's private bathroom. <laughs> All right, so um, would you state your name and where you're from? <laughs> uh, I am Amy, and I'm from uh, Brunswick, Ohio. <laughs> Currently reside in North Royalton. What do you do and how do you spend your time? So I have my full-time job is a prevention specialist. So I work in youth drug prevention. Um, I spend my time with uh, my two daughters, Audrey and Emily. Um, I also do photography and coach volleyball and play volleyball and softball still. So that's that's about it. <laughs> uh, have you watched He-Man or She-Ra before? Or are you familiar with these shows? And uh, maybe what's your favorite cartoon? Yes, I've watched He-Man and She-Ra. We watched it when we grew up a lot. And my favorite cartoon would probably have to be Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, that's a, that's a great show. That's a, I like that show. Um, so, uh, do, do you think you're ready for this quiz? Do you think you're, you're excited? You're, you know, anxious? You know, you're really worried? Everyone's, you know, how do you feel about it? I feel ill-prepared. <laughs> Very ill-prepared. That sounds about right. Since you haven't watched a show in probably 20 years. Least, or more. At least. Question one. 
Sometimes He-Man needs to punch things in the air. How does he do this? This is multiple questions, just to let you know. Multiple choice? Multiple choice, yeah. Oh, good. So, okay, good. A, he wears thunder boots and rocket power. B, he can jump several miles high. C, he uses magic grappling hook. Or D, he calls upon Rusty, his pet pterodactyl. <laughs> pterodactyl? Pterodactyl. <laughs> the P is not, definitely not silent. <laughs> That's totally true. Um, oh my gosh. I want to say that he can jump really high, but I don't remember that. So, um, this is like, can I phone a friend? Can I phone you? No, can I no phone, phone you? Can there's I phone no you? phoning of friends. There's no lifelines? I think Sarah would know this. Unless, unless Mossman, unless Mossman would answer, and I don't oh, think he's going to. He's probably not going to. He's hiding in bushes. I'm going to, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to go with the pet pterodactyl. Because it's the craziest one. That is D. We are we are going C. He uses a magic grappling hook. Where does it come from? His arm? What? What what do you mean where does it come from? He just he just make takes a magic grappling hook and throws it in the air. Oh, I get it. Does he always have it with him though? I don't know. No, I mean having uh, a grappling hook. What well, it was it was just there in the episode. Alright, question two. I'm not doing so good. You were doing, you were doing wonderful. Tila, captain of the guard, is designated for future greatness. One day, Tila will become A, battle cat, B, man at arms, C, flood arena, or D, the sorceress. Oh, the sorceress. Yay! <laughs> I feel better. I was very confident about that one. Yeah, that was. A... I didn't remember her name though. Tila. But yeah, I didn't remember her name before she became the sorceress, but I remember the sorceress. Yes. She helps out a lot. Yes, she does. He-Man he has to go with, to her very often. Very often. Once again, a woman. This is a very empowering it's show. A it's a theme. I see that. Yeah. With she ra she -Ra, Even before She-Ra came about, I think. Yeah. He needed women to help him. <laughs> All right. Question three. Marlena, Queen of Eternia, has a colorful history. She, A, used to date Skeletor. B, used to be Skeletor. C was an Earth astronaut. D used to be She-Ra, the Princess of Power. I'm feeling like this is a relationship thing. I feel like, I'm feeling like she used to date Skeletor before he became Skeletor. That I, I'm gonna go with that as my answer. So she used to date Skeletor. Like is that what you're saying? It's like a tragic. Yes. Okay. And she was an Earth astronaut. Earth yeah, so they can have so they can have a storyline where they can go back to Earth. I can't concentrate. <laughs> that makes that makes it so much better. Blame the kids. Yeah. <laughs> if I get something wrong, it's the kids' fault. Okay, last and final savior question. At one time, the creators of She-Ra were looking to make a spin-off show about which of the following characters. A, a race of woodland fairies called the Twiggets. B, Seahawks crew of noble pirates. Or, did I say B or C? Okay. Yeah, whatever. The third one, the third one, Grizzlor and his extended family. And D, the Magic Cats, a race of talking felines. Which one do you think uh, the creators of She-Ra were looking to make a spin-off show about? 
on the spin-off show. Can I eliminate things, I think? Sure. I'm gonna eliminate the, what was the second one again? What was B? Seahawks Crew of Noble Pirates. I'm gonna eliminate that one. Okay. I think. So I'm left with the Twiggets, mm -hmm. the yes. Cats, yeah. and the Pirates. No, you got what rid of the pirates. Oh, I got rid you of kept, You kept Grizzlor and his extended family. I don't, see, I don't know who Grizzlor is. That's a problem. So it I'm going to eliminate Grizzlor. Okay, all right. And so I've got the Twiggets and the Cats left. Yeah. I just like the name of the Twiggets, so I yeah. think I'm going to go with Twiggets. Are you going to go with Twiggets? The fairies, yeah, the Twig fairies. Okay. Don't hear me again. <laughs> the Magic Cats, a race of talking felines. Oh! And Audrey's sitting here too. Cats are so popular. <laughs> I mean, they had Garfield. True. They had Thundercats. Uh, Thunder they had those garbage cats. Heathcliff. That's what it was. Cats. Yeah, Heathcliff. He lived in the gar. He lived in the garbage dump. That was a great show. Mom, we're doing an interview. You can't. You can't respond. She can respond. <laughs> where were you when? Where were you when I needed you? You were my yeah. lifeline for the pterodactyl, you as your son said. Yeah. <laughs> the pterodactyl. <laughs> the pterodactyl. Pterodactyl, yes. <laughs> you lost it after that. I did. I did. No, I got one right after that. Yeah. Um, Was there... Please tell me everybody else failed this quiz too. I don't. I have no idea. Okay. She's already. Lost I could. I could probably do better at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Lookie says, don't steal. Yeah, stealing is wrong. Okay, Lookie. Yeah, it gives the greatest hits, Lookie. Get creative. Find I know, some... right? Also, who stole Lookie's shadow? Is that why he's so the worst? That's stealing. Stealing is always wrong. I know what would have been more fun for the kids is if there was a little interactivity, even if he was hiding in it. Like, maybe he waved to you a little bit and nobody saw. Or he would, like, scurry out of the way before Bo sat on him or something. I think kids would think that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, probably. I know you love Lookie and you like to think I of more a way to, to make it work. Him. It's a challenge. I think I can. I think I can make Lucky work. That's I think a you big challenge. Him, I think you can make him work, but you would have to like do it every once in a while. It's not. It's not an every episode thing. That's true. That's it's too like, much Lucky. It's, like, it's like every once in a while. So so it keeps you on your toes. You're like you're looking this episode. But maybe he's not even in this mm -hmm. episode. Oh, and he blows your maybe, mind. Maybe he sets up a prank that you see him do secretly like once an episode and somebody gets pranked by the end of it. Kids love pranks. I, I guess. Maybe you love pranks. It's like Prince Adam getting like dunked or something with no. a bucket. <laughs> yeah, or, or maybe he's, he's just like fishing in the background. Or he's whittling like the leg real loose on one of the chairs and when somebody sits on it they're like, oh my, I broke my arm. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn. He's like, look at me, it was me. And you're like, lucky. Uh, as long as they don't compromise the dignity of, of the people I care about, I'm fine with that. Okay. All right. Okay, no whooping, whoopee cushions. No. No whoopee cushions under Duncan. No whoopee cushions, no pantsing. No pantsing. No pantsing is a good rule. Yeah. Let's just not do that. No Let's playing the great. F note. Or the B note. What is it? The note that makes you go poop. I don't know about that. Is that a, oh. is that a thing? <laughs> no. It's not, no, you're like, no, it's, it's not, not a not, thing. It's not a thing. It's not a real thing, but people uh, made it up. No, it's like a no, tuba. You play it in a tuba or something like that, and it's like supposed to... Well, on that note, oh. how, did, how did we feel about the episode this week? Uh, there were things I liked about it. I was so thrilled to see Duncan, but, you know, it didn't land for me because of the silliness in a lot of ways. So I'll put it around a 3.9, maybe. Okay. 
I'm gonna give it more points because of the strangeness of uh, the. Uh, the oh, damn mug! I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. Four. Yeah, I'm I'm somewhere around there. I'm gonna give it four point one glorious Dialamug returns. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I, I, for some reason, I I guess it was a little bit silly for me. Just just a lot of the parts. I guess it was just uh, a little bit weirder than a normal <laughs> Shira episode. It was pretty weird. Yeah, I, I just just like the just like the style style of it, and like the style of the characters and stuff like that. It seemed more Looney Tunes almost, and. I guess I just wasn't I wasn't expecting that, and I, I I should take it for what it is. And your explanation was makes a lot of sense because it was you know more dark than usual. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, three point nine. What do you mean? You you know I I I I, I did enjoy Dialogue Mug being back, mm-hmm. and like you like I'm, I wish his voice was not. Yeah, that was uncool. yeah. It was it was semi disappointing. But then it was also kind of like goes along with the silliness. Like it wasn't like that intense. Because mm-hmm. I felt like... He was a little intense I'm going to throw a pie yeah. in your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, where... More of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's our show for today. Next week we'll review episode 122 of He-Man. Search for a son. In which Mechanek is pretty sure his baby is the one with a bionic neck. In the meantime, how can people get in touch with us? If you'd like to follow along with the show, you can find our episode guide at www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. If you have questions or comments for us to discuss, you can email us at rumors at thewizardnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. Or you can just tell your house robot to play this Wizard Nightshirt podcast. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember what Dialamug sounded like the first time he showed up, because that voice was cool, but we're still happy to see him. That's true. Okay, so I I just turned 40, so I was with He-Man from the very beginning. Um, I remember uh, going to friends' houses in kindergarten, like we had a, there's a little boy who lived in the street above us. His name was Paul. I don't know if you remember him, but we would go, he had two or three brothers, and they all were He-Man crazy, and so I remember going to their house and sniffing stink ore and, you know, <laughs> thinking he smelled pretty funny. I mean, I think he just smells like patchouli now that I think about it. But It was patchouli, um, yeah. Which is yeah. the same trick that they did in Madonna's Like a Prayer cassette, which smelled yes. good and not stinky, so who knows? Oh, weird. It was weird. I don't know. Of course, stink horse. I'm going to go with the horse that dreams. The horse that dreams? Yeah. And... I'm doing really bad. It was a... It's A, a yes. A fortune-telling spider, yeah. See? I could see the web telling the fortune. Maybe that was a different Disney movie. Come, say, come, come say, say it. You know, come, come say, say it. The, say the wizard's nightshirt. The wizard's nightshirt. Good job. That's, that's Do good. Do you like He-Man? <laughs> man <laughs> All right. Hey. He-Wa. He-Wa. He-Wa.